0: I was lured for just a moment earlier today and I think it was because the volume of coverage overnight uh, out of Europe on BBC World Radio had less coverage of American politics than it had in, oh, I don't know, several weeks. And somehow through my semi- somnolent stages there in the middle hours, the wee hours, maybe I, maybe I formed the impression that this would somehow be a slow day. The things that have happened to our country, well, the things that have happened to the political process of our country as you slept last night are profound. Some of them happened while you were still awake, and, and so thus you will know of them. But when I stopped watching cable and et, et last night, and then this morning and saw the stories and the storylines, I, st- I found it staggering how much last night's news had evolved, had developed into what we have today. Now we're going to play this tape again for you a couple times. By now you may have heard it. I trust you heard it from me first. You may have heard it elsewhere first. There's a very slim chance of that because I think we were the second ones to play it nationally. But in any case, it was breaking news yesterday, this audio. It was very rare and breaking 24 hours ago. And now it's not exactly all over the place, which I'm surprised. I, 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 Are you? I mean, I'm surprised it's not leading every conceivable broadcast. But the person you're about to hear, uh, again, is Curly uh, Hofflin or Hoagland. I'm not sure exactly how it's pronounced. And he is a senior member of the Standing Rules Committee of the Republican National Committee. He is a big Whig. He's a big gun. And as evidence of which, he sent a letter to all of the officials of the Republican National Committee, reminding them that they don't want to embarrass themselves by talking about rules in public because there are no rules. That the rules are designed to expire every four years. The rules are specifically tailored and created to choreograph the Republican convention each quadrennially. So each four years, a set of rules is assembled. Now, in some years, it may be a virtual carbon copy of the one four years earlier. In some years, it may be radically different. But the point is, right now, everybody who quotes the rules, especially all of the people, and I'm sorry for being reiterative if you were with me any day in, say, the last seven months or so, anybody who refers to the rules, especially if they refer to the first ballot rule, Because that's where all of the people who are paid to talk about this, virtually all of the people, seem to have gone somewhere and gotten the same shot of fairy juice or something. Almost, I've never seen anything like it. it. It would be like me devoting an hour of each day's show to building muscle cars. I don't need an hour for that. Here's how long I need. Hey, welcome to Jay's Building Muscle Shows Muscle Cars show. Thank you for tuning in to Jay Severin's Building Muscle Cars show. Okay, but I guess everyone just assumes, I heard this when I was younger, someone wise and older in advertising took me aside and said, young man, remember this. Everyone truly believes they know two businesses their own, and advertising. Now, you've probably heard this before, and, and, you know, it's insert name of your profession here. But truly, truly, is it so that Americans, and I'd say without exception, Americans who appear or speak in the media for a living, believe heartily that they are absolutely not only conversant but absolutely expert in two businesses their own and politics hence we have all of these authority figures running around talking about things about which they know nothing and and the obviousness of the know-nothingness is breathtaking because this is not trivia I'm not saying, I'm not pulling rank here. I'm not talking about trivial things I know because I've been in politics all my life. This is not stuff you need to, be any listener of this show, any partner in this show. No, I sent out a tweet last night. I sat here and I, you know, I turned on a number of things at five o'clock when we, when we finished together. One of them is, and I don't know why I still put it on, I guess it's, it's out of habit and it, I think it sort of is, a, is, is like a, a mental tranquilizer in a way. So one of the things I put on is the five on the Fox. Now, I'm sure they're all very nice people. I, 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 I know, I, I'm acquainted with Juan Williams a little bit uh, and Geraldo, uh, much better. But the rest of them, I don't know. I like Greg Gutfeld very much. I don't dislike anybody. But I find breathtaking the ignorance on that panel. And I don't say stupidity, though, neither do I rule it out. I'm just saying ignorance. What I tweeted last night was how impressed, and maybe I ought not frame it at all as a criticism, but rather as a boast on your behalf and mine. Because I tell you, if you turn off this show when it's finished at 5 o'clock Eastern, And then you turn, and I'm 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 asking you to do this. Try it, just just one night. When this show finishes at five Eastern, turn on the Jive on Fox News at five o'clock Eastern. I'm not talking about how. uh, My purpose here is not to say, boy, are these opinions stupid? Though again, I'm not ruling it out. My point is to say, ignorant. That is to say, ill-informed. I was, I was struck yesterday by the things that they just simply didn't know had happened. Things in the news. And I said to myself, pridefully, I admit, wow, anybody, anybody who was with our show today knows, is aware of, is better informed than all of these people sitting here on national television. And it's true. It's true. There are just big, important things that happened. And I find myself yelling at the television and saying, how could you not know this? You, you're on a national television show. What do you do to prepare? How can you not know this? Uh, you know, and, and to wrap up my point, In general, the people who are in all media who believe themselves expert in politics now also believe themselves expert in political conventions. And they start talking about this and one listens with the problem is a lot of people listen with open ears because they don't know the convention rules. Hell, I don't know convention rules. I mean, I know a lot of them. I've been to them all, except the last two, since 1976. I mean, I, I, so I know more than the average bear, but I don't know everything. I'm eager to learn. But I listen to these people, and they, they, they say they pretend as if the convention starts after the first ballot. There seems to be this quasi-religious, universal impression, a belief that all delegates are bound on the first ballot to whomever won them, quote-unquote, in the primaries or cauci. And not only is that not true, now it could be true by convention time, though, though it ain't going to happen, but it could theoretically become a rule. But they don't even know that, again, the rules governing the July Republican Convention have yet to be made or ratified. And we'll close out this segment. My point is what they seem not to know is that the guy making the rules or one of the senior guys making the rules and, and, uh, and, and skip the curly tape, please. They are saying this. There's many political parties, but political parties choose their nominee, not the general public, uh, contrary to popular belief. Then why (laughs) are they holding the primaries? That's a very good question. We'll be right back. Jay Severin on the Blaze Radio Network.